0: good day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable Word of God? Well, welcome to another podcast and I hope that your day is beginning well and you're looking with anticipation to opportunities to serve the Lord and to worship Him. I want to resume a little bit of talking about that today and we've been looking at worship and what biblical worship really is and uh, I want to spend some time just uh, reorienting our thoughts about that today. Do you worship the Lord? Have you worshiped the Lord today? Do you worship the Lord every day and not just at church on Sunday? Do you worship the Lord other than a Wednesday evening? Do you worship the Lord when you have your personal devotional time? Do you worship the Lord when you sing? Do you worship the Lord when you lead your family in prayer? Do you worship the Lord when you go to work? Do you worship Him in every aspect and opportunities, and viewpoints of life. That's a real question for us today. When we're talking about worship in the Bible, it's not merely confined to the uh, activity of a worship service at church. But worship, and and I'm going to be talking about that, we're going to look at what God expects from the body of Christ gathered together corporately and lifting up our praise to Him and giving Him what the Bible identifies as true worship, what are the elements of that. We'll be looking at that in the next installment of worship, but I just want to treat worship a little bit more broadly today. I've already talked about why worship really matters because uh, God is worthy of worship, certainly, talk about that in a moment, but uh, we note that God has created us to enjoy him forever, to be able to know who he is and understand his, his holiness and his perfections and all the things that are wrapped up in that, and in fact, God is not uncaring about the way that we approach him. We've noted already in the Bible that God punishes wrong worship. You just don't come into his presence in any way will you please as a human being. But God has requirements. He has protocols for which we come in to to worship him. And if you don't believe that's the case, just go ask uh, Nadab and Abihu or ask any of the others who put their hand out in any way to uh, worship in their own willfulness or in their own means of approaching God. So God rejects false worship. God demonstrates that he uh, demonstrates that all the time. And then we notice that God blesses right worship. It is his desire that we come into Him, his presence in the correct way. Uh, He's demonstrated his desire for that over and over again. And uh, in the books of Genesis, in the very beginning of the the uh, the scriptures, the Bible itself. I want to just comment today on what the essence of true worship is all about. What does it mean to worship God? What does it mean that when we use that word, what does that look like? Because, you know, there are numerous religious movements and organizations around this globe that have their concept of what it means to worship a deity, uh, to worship a divine power, Uh, But I would suggest to you that they don't do it the way all the time that God would have us to approach Him. So in order to discover that and to define what it means to worship, what does it mean when I worship God? I turn to a psalm like Psalm 96. And of course, most everybody perhaps listening to this understands that the psalms are songs, S-O-N-G-S. They are songs of, of praise and worship and Uh, These are means by which we come into the Lord, that we, we honor Him. But in these psalms are given divinely inspired patterns of what it means to worship God. And in Psalm 96, verses 7 and 8 are the themes for the podcast today. And verse 7 of Psalm 96 reads this way, Give unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the people, Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. I want to stop. That was verses 7 and 8. I just want to focus on this for a few moments during this podcast because the Bible is very specific about what it means here to give God strength the glory he deserved now did you notice that repetitive word that was in that passage and that was the word give no less than four times in no just those two verses the bible identifies one of the key elements of what true worship is all about and that is a giving you are the giver if you are in genuine worship of God, this is not let's make a deal. It's not, God, You, I'll do this for you if you do do this for me. It's literally when I worship, whether it's in my private devotions or whether it's in my church worship, when the body of Christ is gathered together, you are the giver. How many times have I heard somebody say to me, well, I really got something from the service today. Well, I always cringe a little bit when I hear that. Now, I know what they're saying. I get it. I, I, I appreciate the fact that they're expressing uh, their thought that they did get a blessing from or get or learn something from the scripture or from the, the actual act of worship that day. But I think it really does set the wrong tone for what worship is all about. I have people call me from time to time and they'll say, what does your church have to offer? And, of course, now I've gotten in the habit that if somebody calls me up and asks me that, uh, I will say, well, let's just think about this a minute. What have you got to offer the Lord? And I hear silence. Because the reality is that many people's concept of worship is backward from what the way God says worship ought to be and the way the Bible illustrates what that looks like. Give God the glory He deserves. You are the giver in worship. If you're coming because you're expecting to receive something, you're coming for the wrong primary motive. When you worship God, it is to give something, to give of yourself, to give Him glory, to give Him praise. And you know what will happen when you do that? As a side benefit, you receive a blessing. But it's really important that you remember that I come into church not waiting for a holy zap for God to give me something or boost me up. But rather I'm setting aside my own willfulness and my own desires, and I'm saying, God, I want to give to you glory that you deserve. And isn't that what it says in this these two verses I read? God's the recipient. It's not about you as an audience or or as a congregation. God is the audience. Not the people, as a matter of fact, whenever we even have special music at, at at church, when we have a special rendering of a worship song, the person that's up there giving this rendering we don't applaud them when they uh, when they uh, when they give their worship to god in song notice that i didn't say performance because it's not a performance it's not where they're trying to get our approval as a congregation that's why we don't clap like the world does in order to express our approval of what they've done that they've amused us or blessed us or in some way just uh, just done something for us they're not up there to perform for the congregation, they are up there to give worship to God so that Bible-believing churches, and this has become such a huge thing in the modern Christian cultural, cultural Christian environment today, is uh, it goes right through me when I hear people clapping in church. Now, that doesn't mean that it's a horrible sin if somebody does that, but what I'm saying is it betrays and reveals what worship is to those people that are out there. I say amen, because when I say amen, I am saying, you know what you just said about God in your song? I agree with that. I give my hearty approval to it. Amen. Literally, so be it. You said what is right, and I agree with you, so I say amen. Uh, Dear Abby wrote many many years ago a column uh, here is a woman who to my knowledge I don't know what her walk with God was or anything but she at least had an etiquette and an understanding of what it means to be in church and one of the things that she said dearly beloved sit on your hands was the title of her article uh, because she said it's inappropriate in a sacred worship service because you feel like you're being entertained when you clap rather than saying a hearty amen to what was being said in the song and in the lyrics. God is the one who gets the glory he deserves. That's why we're doing it. Worship in a church atmosphere is not to get something, it is to give. Okay, you've got that. And then let me just leave you with this. In John chapter 4 verse 23, the Bible says, But the hour cometh, and now is... When true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such, notice that, for the Father seeketh such to worship Him. God is a spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. So, what's the essence of true worship? Not only giving God the glory He deserves, but giving God the glory He desires. And the kind of glorifying that God desires from you and me is that it must be, number one, spiritual. Did you read that? They that worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. In other words, it must be from the heart. It's not rote emotions. It's not going through uh, 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 rote motions, I said. I should have said, uh, n- not just going through this pattern absent-mindedly, but literally. It is a spiritual act of worship from my heart in genuineness, setting myself aside and elevating God. My worship of God must be spiritual and from the heart and not because you see somebody else waving a hand, all of a sudden you feel compelled to do the same thing. Don't forget about this. You need to be spiritual and genuine and authentic in your worship. Not only that, he says you must worship him in spirit and in truth. It's got to be scriptural. It's got to be through the word of God. That's what God is seeking after. God is seeking for worshipers along those lines. And he's looking for that today. Uh, He doesn't want you to make up your own way in order to get to God. He wants you to come his way. That is in genuineness, in spirit, and in truth according to his word. Any other kind of worship is illicit and illegitimate in God's viewpoint. And let's never forget that. My worship does not come any other way but through that. That's the essence of worship. God bless you today. Worship Him. Live like He's real because He is. God bless you.